And we are recording. We're back for another podcast for the next season. Well, I don't know if we can really call this the next season because it's kind of like a transition podcast because it is episode 51, but normally it would be another season, but it is almost the month of December and we're transitioning into Sizzle and Quinny's Christmas special, which we did last year, Christmas with Sizzle and Quinny. So this is kind of like a a special, a one-off special, I guess, to get us by until the month of December. It's back in the game, man. It's been too long. It has been too long. We've had a little while off, but we thought we'd better squeeze this one in before we get into the Christmas content because we've just had so much Marvel content. So, I mean, if you like our Marvel podcast, you're going to enjoy this one because it is Marvel heavy. Uh, But before I get into what we're going to be talking about, let's introduce ourselves. I am one half of the podcast. My name is Sizzle. My real name is Sam Finlay. My co-host sitting across from me in Young, Hey guys, you know who it is. It's your boy, as always. It's Quinny. We're back. It's been a while, like we said before. We're getting you ready. We're getting you hyped up for the Christmas with Sizzle and Quinny. So we thought we'd just sneak in a Marvel one because, as you know, we do love Marvel in this studio. So we had to do it. So I'm looking forward to talking back with my main man, Sizzle. So it should be a bit of fun. And you'll be back in town next weekend. So Yes. And hopefully, if we get around to it, we might be able to see Venom. That's the next one on the list. I mean, there's just, there is so much content right now, isn't it? It's crazy, man. Like, it's just everywhere. I love it. Hawkeye just came out. I saw Eternals recently. You saw it last night. I saw Shang-Chi a couple of weeks ago. You finally saw it too. It's just, I love it, man. We're just rolling with it. It just keeps coming. I'm yeah, I all mean, about it. It's kind of nice, isn't it? Like, during lockdown here in Australia, we couldn't go to the movies. So, we missed out on seeing these when they first came out in America and there's been a lot of delays for Australia, um, especially like Venom's been out for a while in America. So we haven't seen these obviously, but it's kind of nice to have movie after movie. It's almost like every week now, pretty much is every week up until the end of the year, we've got another movie coming out. So I'm loving it. I'm not complaining. I mean, during COVID, I wasn't loving it, but now it is just content after content. So, you know, I, I'm pumped and I'm pumped, pumped to be back on the pod. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. We've got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. We're also going to talk The Eternals. And we're going to talk Marvel's newest series on Disney Plus, Hawkeye. And we might also talk about the Spider-Man trailer, which is the second trailer. We've already talked about the first one. This is the second one. It's a little bit more... Uh, I guess uh, in depth, in, in depth, more in, detailed, yeah, more insightful. Pot. So we'll get into that as well. So we'll try to fire through all these and have fun while doing so, because you know that's what we do. It's what we do here at Sizzle and Quinny. It's that's what we're all about. You know, nothing all changes. Right. That's exactly right. All right, let, let's start with Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, because I mean I don't know about you, but this was my favorite of the Marvel movies in quite some time. Quite some yes. time. So oh, I, I mean, totally agree. Huge. Phase Love four it. has been a bit of a tough ask, hasn't it? After we had the ending of phase three, obviously, you know, Endgame was this, you know, just massive, massive spectacle of a movie. And everything that led up to that was so well connected. It was going to be pretty hard for Marvel to, to now sort of come back with another phase and keep us as entertained as we were. So we got Black Widow at the start of the year. You and I, we've got a podcast about that. You can go go check that if you'd like. We're not going to get into that too much. But you and I didn't love it. I mean, we liked it. We liked it, of course, but we didn't love it. So Shang-Chi 
and the Legend of the Ten Rings was something you and I, and you know, speaking on your behalf here, here Quinny, but you and I didn't know much about Shang-Chi. We didn't know much about the Ten Rings. You know, all we really knew was that the, the, the Ten Rings was, uh, uh, you know, in the Marvel Universe from Mentioned way back. Mentioned in Iron Man 3, yeah. Iron Man. But man, this was a really refreshing change, I thought. I thought it was a really, really refreshing change. And I think that's what, obviously, this phase is starting to do. You know, we've got Shang-Chi. We've got the Eternals. They've introduced some characters that are lesser known. You know, they're not your Iron Mans. They're not your Hulks. They're not your Captain Americas. Or your boy Thor or our boy Thor. Exactly. Loki. Yeah, it's really nice to have some characters that we've never really met before or never really read about before in the comics. I certainly haven't. So look, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings for me was, you know, absolutely an amazing film. And I said it to you, this was, I thought, just so well done. It was a really actually beautiful film, I thought, from the score to some of the the scenes, the fighting scenes. They were actually quite like lovely to watch on TV. It was a very beautiful film. You know, the the, um, cinematography was great as well. I'm a sucker for, for some nice visuals. And I thought this, a lot of visuals, bro. A lot of visuals. It was yeah. great. And look, I thought this was one of the better Marvel movies we've seen in a long time. And we'll get into it, you know, maybe towards the end here. But this was, you know, a, a top tier Marvel movie for me. Could be even a top five Marvel movie for me. But uh, look, I mean, I'll pass it over to you. Bit, I, yeah. Oof, that's I've a big done, sizzle. I've done a bit of rambling. Yeah. So I'll pass it over to you. I'm thinking he's saying top five. That's huge. I, I'm, yeah, I'm so- saying I'm saying it's either top five. Or it's it's on the the borderline on it's maybe like a five or six for me. Nice. And I've and I've I've thought about this for a while because you know we haven't podcasted in in, in quite some time and I've, I've let it marinate and I've watched it twice as well, once at the cinemas and once on Disney Plus, and it, yeah, it's it's a top tier Marvel movie for me. Love it. Like I'm not going to say it's top five. Like it's 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 legit. I'll have to rewatch it again. I, I've, I've I've only actually watched it once, and that was at the movies, but. I just think, like you said, so for me, it's probably my top ten now. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna have to redo all my rankings. We'll have to do another podcast down the down the track where we kind of just discuss the changes that need to be made because this is probably for me in the top ten, easy. I loved everything about this film. Like like you said before, I didn't have any high hopes for it. Like I wasn't expecting. It. I was just like, oh, this to be cool. Like you know, it's a Marvel movie, Phase Four. Let's go. Let's get it. I mean, I loved it. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. I love the cast. I thought the cast was well done. Shout out to Shang Chi's dad, man. He was amazing in this film. He was so good. So that actor, I can't pronounce his name properly, but he was amazing in this film, and he was such a good. I, he was a villain in this in this film, but you know, I, I I could see where he was coming from. Like you know, he wanted to get back with his wife. He wanted to bring her back from the dead. Like I, I felt for that, and like I think he was just a great villain for this film, and. He obviously was he was obviously meant to be the Mandarin, as we know from Iron Man through they kind of paid out in the movie. So him as the Mandarin running the Ten Rings, fascinating stuff. Man, I'd love to get my hands on those Ten Rings. They are pretty intense. Like I think we spoke about our favorite weapons in the Marvel universe back in the day. The Ten Rings are pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. Let's stay stay with that for a second. There, I, I wanted to ask you about this. So the the Ten Rings in this movie, they're they're more like bracelets. Aren't they? There's sort of five bracelets on either either Each arm. Out. Yeah. Now, in in the comics, they're actually rings. You know, so you've got a ring for every finger. Did you, what did you think about that? About how they've they've changed it? And I mean, not to take anything away from the movie, but we didn't really get to see their full power. 
and you know in the comics and i've done a little bit of reading i've got this yeah this, you have yeah, yeah Look at you. Been, talk it up man talk man, up this book come on i've got this, this amazing marvel it's called the marvel encyclopedia basically and it is i couldn't highly recommend it highly enough there's one thing you should buy this year for, for christmas for yourself listeners out there is this book because it, it, if you like marvel it's amazing because it, it, it is an encyclopedia. It has every pretty much every character in the Marvel universe. It's in alphabetical order as well. So you can just, whenever you want to look up a character, you just flick to the the uh, the page that it's on. It's got an index at the back and it gives you all these fun facts and it links all the characters together. It's also got like um, certain, um, certain main um, storylines in there as well. So look, you know, couldn't recommend it um, more highly than um, I just have. But yeah, look... I was I was doing some reading, you know, about the Mandarin and about the, the Ten Rings, and these are powerful, powerful weapons. Like, I mean, it's it's not the Infinity Gauntlet, but it's not that far behind. It's like on these, par, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They, they, each ring possesses a different power, et cetera, et cetera. And I just thought in the movie, and I love the movie as well. Like, this is being quite critical. I thought they were maybe a little bit depowered, or we didn't get to see their full potential. So look, I'll pass it back to you. What did you think about A, them not actually being rings that they that were worn on, on fingers, rather more like bracelets? And what did you think about their power? Yeah, so I think I, I didn't mind that they weren't rings. I kind of liked how they were bracelets. It gave me like, towards the end of last year, I went through a massive Bruce Lee phase. I watched like all these Kung Fu movies and those bracelets just gave me that vibe. I think they looked really cool. I loved how like he would they could transfer arms, they could switch over, like they'd get ten on one hand, then he'd do a crazy power, then they'd go back. I just really thought it worked well. I think you got more out of it because I think rings are pretty standard. They're not that exciting. I think the bracelets looks pretty cool. So I was all about it. I liked it. I'm not I'm not too mad about that. And to ask your second question, I don't know if they were depowered. Like I thought they were they were pretty elite. Like he he literally breaks down the mountainside to unleash like the shadow monster with ease. Like I loved how him and his son were battling now. They both had it like five each. I thought that looked really cool. It gave me a lot of Dragon Ball Z vibes, bro. I don't know about you. Like, yeah. I was getting very much Goku versus Vegeta vibes here, going at each other. Like, you know, I loved how you saw the, the dragon as well. So I just think I didn't mind it. I thought it was cool. I'm all about it. I definitely wasn't critical on it. And it doesn't really hurt me that much that it was the bracelets. Yeah, look, I actually liked the bracelets from like a. Um, a stylistic point of view, I guess. I thought they were awesome. I loved when they, they weren't actually in um, use and they were just sort of like clinking together and they were just sort of like, you know, quite heavy and like they were really like a um, an iconic, I guess, piece. Like, you know, that, that, that scene when uh, Shang-Chi goes with his father to basically kill the people that killed his mother. Yeah. The, and, yeah you know, he's that just was hold, epic. That's he's a just great hold, scene. You know, they've got suits on and he's holding Shang-Chi's hand and they're walking down into the room where, you know, the murderers of his, um, of Shang-Chi's mother is, and he, you know, they're just clinking together and you know, he's just about to do some serious, serious damage to these guys. Um, so I, I liked that, but I don't know. I just thought maybe the, the, they were a little bit, we didn't really get to see their full potential because as I said, like every ring has got like a different sort of power. And it, from what we saw, they they kind of just were one, uh, I guess, energy like um, force, which was cool. Like I liked it, but I don't know. I just I just thought maybe they were they were a little bit um, underwhelming. Um, maybe Shang-Chi too, man. We might get some more. But yeah, we, we know Shang-Chi. some more backstory on them. Exactly. Get and that. That's right. And in the post-credit scenes, we do one of the stingers 
we do see um, we see Bruce and and we also see Captain Marvel, and they do take a little bit of a closer look at at the rings, and you know they sort of they they kind of don't really know much about them. It's it's a bit of an unknown. And we do know they're powerful. So maybe, as you've said there, in the next Shang-Chi or, you know, in maybe some other movies that he's a part of, we will see them, you know, uh, work a little bit differently. But yeah, I, I thought it was interesting. I liked it. But yeah, I, I, I want I want to know more, I guess. I want to see more of them in, in Surely action. we'll see more. Surely we'll see more. I'm sure it's coming, man. Yeah, well, look, we've got, we got heaps to talk about. So we might just, we'll, we'll fire through. But let, let's both give a gauntlet rating, uh, infinity gauntlet rating. Let's, let's We'll do this for each of, of the topics we're going to be talking about, the movies and, and the show we're going to be talking about today. Let's put on the glove. I mean, I know it's fa- it's the next phase. Thanos, RIP. Maybe we're not- putting on the, the bracelets instead, man. Maybe we're putting on the, the 10 that, rings. <laughs> that's true. Are we giving it a rating out of 10 now? I don't know, man. I'm just throwing it out there. What are we doing? Nah, we'll Maybe, go six. We'll yeah, go six. look, I, I, I like that, but we'll go six. Look, we've got to put the Infinity Gauntlet back on. You know, I'm, I'm charging myself. I'm about to give it a snap. I don't know if, if, you, if you'll snap and give this movie six out of six, but look, let's give an Infinity Gauntlet rating to this movie. For each stone, we give an, a number, six being the best, zero being the worst. I'll pass it to you. What's your Infinity Gauntlet rating for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings? For context, IMBD, 7.6, which I think is too low. So that, that might give you a hint as to how it's pretty good high. though for again for a Marvel superhero movie in the high sevens. That's pretty good. Yeah. I still still think too low. Still think too low. Yeah. But I'll pass it to you. What, yeah. what's your what's your rating? I think for me, I have I've only seen it once. I'll have to probably see it again to kind of really get a real understanding. But I think for me, from what I've seen compared to what I've seen recently, I'm giving it a solid five out of six. Like I really like this film. Like it's really, really good. It's almost, okay, if it's going to be my top 10, it has to be at least in the five range. You've got to be over five to be in my top 10. So I think it's definitely a solid five out of six with the potential to be higher. But I just think from what it was, what I got from it, I think what adds to it was the fact that I actually got to go to the movies again. And I was like there, I was car, had my popcorn, I had some lollies, Damien was there, we're having a good time. So that definitely added on to the vibe for it. But I think for me, loved it definitely a solid five out of six man i think that's pretty reasonable and like you know let's just quickly go through some of those scenes that i loved. well let's talk about you know the bus scene in particular that kung fu scene i was getting massive bruce lee vibes it was amazing shang chi's got game i never knew he had game until i saw that so that was amazing i loved when they were you know in the mystical area though and they were fighting on the dragons that was really cool too so i think for me i'm gonna to have to give it a solid five out of six and the cast i think overall was amazing and one more thing, I loved how we saw Ben Kingsley again as Trevor, as he appeared. <laughs> you know, he was the Mandarin in Iron Man 3. So I just think, you know, I just really was vibing it. Tarlo gave me heaps of old school Dragon Ball Z sort of vibes. I was loving mm. it. So it's five out of six. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to actually give it a five out of six as well. I'm, I'm throwing in five stones. I'm not snapping, but I'm, I'm pretty close to a snap here. As I mentioned, this, this is a almost... And, you know, we won't do it on this podcast, but we're going to revisit our, our top 10, our top five Marvel movies and shows in another pod later down the track, maybe after phase four. That's probably a good, good time to do good it. Idea. Are we going to include the TV shows as well? Yeah, yeah, we got to. Right we got on. to. I like it. I like it. I'm a we fan. got to do it. Uh, yeah, look, it's a five for me. I, I don't, there's not too many things I could pick apart about this movie. Maybe the the, the one thing was the the final 
Um, the final big bad I thought was a little underwhelming. I would have liked to have have gotten Shang-Chi versus his, his father versus the Mandarin, uh, a little bit more of a longer, more epic battle. But, you know, it, it, it served its purpose. But uh, look, it, as you said, being back in the cinemas to watch this was so good. I've missed the cinemas. It's something you and I used to do all the time, all the time together. And we haven't been able to do that because of COVID. So it was just great to be back in the MCU. And this this had that that real MCU uh, oh, yeah. fun feel to it, didn't it? And we'll get into the Eternals later. Well, actually, we'll get into that next. And that maybe didn't have that. So, yeah, look, I think it, it's a five for me. And, yeah, I think th- this is going to be a very good franchise if Shang-Chi continues to, to roll out movies because... You know, it, it's got all the makings to and to all do these so. new characters too that I've never really heard of before. So I'm really excited to see where it goes from here. So and and big shout out to Simu Lu. He was Simu Lu, man, amazing. Legit. And he did all the fighting himself, like for his training and stuff like that. Like he did all the street fighting, boxing, jiu-jitsu, Ooh. all that kind of stuff. Taekwondo, gymnastics. That's dedication. That's that's what you want from an actor portraying like an epic fighter like Chang Chi. So, so j- well just, done. Just quickly on that, what was the best fight scene in this movie? Because we I reckon had, it was, yeah. We had some oh. awesome mortal like combat, like you know, yeah. it was just some amazing kung fu. Yeah, it has to be like man, it has to be the bus scene. Yeah, like, in the, right. the very start of the film, Shang Chi like he's just pretending like he does. he's just like driving cars around. He's like, no nah, man, I'm just a civilian. Next minute, no, he's not. Just goes nuts on the that, I that, that, was that double cool kick scene. where he kicks two people yep. at the one time. And then he, then he shakes his jacket. Yeah, that's and I love his style. Man. He wears Jordans. Yeah. Like, come on. And then, like, you know, I love how his friend Katie's also driving the bus. So that adds a bit of humor to that scene. So I really enjoyed it. I think that was probably the best fighting scene. Or even like when they're sort of, you know, when they go to like the the fighting club and then they like mm. they're fighting the scaffolds, like fighting each other. That yeah. was pretty cool too. Like with the bamboo sticks, and you just see how good they are. Like him and his sister are just amazing. So that that was actually actually that was a really good scene, but I'll have to go to the bus. Have to yeah, go to the bus. I, I'm going. I'm going the bus scene, or I'm going, and it, I, it's not from a um, action point of view, but just from like how like beautiful it was to watch. Was when Shang Chi, when his parents were sort of almost dancing, really, when they first oh, met, when they when first they fall met, in love. Yeah. That, yeah, was that was so cool. nice to watch. So nice to watch. Yeah, uh, love it. All right, let's Solid. move on. Solid. Let's move on. Now, look, I'm not going to be as high on this. I watched this last night. So this is quite fresh for me. And yes. Look, I sent you a text. and I, I might just read out the text because these are my these were my initial, initial thoughts. So th- we're talking about the Eternals. Look, it, it's some characters that we, and I certainly didn't know much about the Eternals at all. I have since done um, some research and, and I've, re- I've referred to the encyclopedia that I was mentioning before. I've got the book on order too. Thank you, Amazon. So, yeah, I know. <laughs> Big shout out to um, Amazon there. Um, look, so, okay. So this is what I sent to you pretty much minutes after watching the film. So I said, okay, so here's my instant reaction. Didn't love the movie overall. Thought it was all over the place and felt like it should have been a part of the DCU. Kingo was the highlight for me and Thena was a babe. The best part about it was the post credit scenes, which introduced Star Fox Thanos' brother, which I actually read about recently in the Marvel Encyclopedia. Probably my least favorite Marvel project of this year. Would be lower, would be in my lower tier. It was entertaining, but didn't give me the Marvel feels I want. Stay tuned for my Infinity Gauntlet rating, which we'll give uh, shortly. So I'll pass it back to you. What did you, I mean, you know, you, you obviously text me back, but 
that were, they were my thoughts about the movie. What were yours? Yeah. Okay. So again, I I originally like was like, oh, you know what? I kind of really enjoyed it. And then I was sort of when I was talking to you about it, I'm like, but I think I liked Black Widow more. And I gave that like a three and a half, I think was my rating. So I think that, that knowing that past knowledge, I probably have to take a step back from what I originally gave it. So definitely going to change. But in saying that, like, yeah, I enjoyed it. Like, you know, I like how we saw all these different characters like Ajax, Cersei, Icarus, Kingo. Again, I love Kingo. I think oh, if, Kingo, if Kingo wasn't in the film, I think I would have probably hated it. Or not hated. I probably, I wouldn't say that. I probably wouldn't have liked it as much and i would probably think a bit worse of it i think he sort of saves a bit for me and it kind of killed me that he was in the final battle i would love to see him in the final and how battle good was karun and then how yeah karun yeah. making the documentary yeah mate just that held 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 camera sim- like similar to us back in the day man we made you know horror movies you know wrestling videos all that kind of stuff the held held camera we love that so i kind of love the new characters jueg i think is how you say his name he was pretty cool Gave me very like Charles Xavier vibes, like mind control. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought it was interesting. Like it was entertaining enough. Yes, it was a lot darker than previous Marvel films, but I think they sort of needed that. I think they needed something a little bit different just to sort of mix it up again because I know we love the Marvel feels. So I think I understand what they were trying to do to make it a little bit more serious, a little bit more darker, but I think that does hurt it a bit. And I think that sort of impacts your thought on how it should be in the DC, obviously DC universe. And saying that, I still think it's better than what DC's done a long time, apart from like Suicide Squad and stuff like that. But one thing I didn't like about it was like, I wanted more of my boy, our boy, Kit Harrington, man. Give me some more Kit Harrington. Wasn't in enough for me, like for my liking, like Mm. as Dane Whitman. Obviously, I knew the backstory behind him, how he's like the descendant of the Black Knight, et cetera, or the Dark Knight. I can't remember what he's called. I think it's the Black Knight. Is the Black Knight? Yep. So I kind of liked, but I want to see more of him. Um, so it would be nice to see more scenes. I think the scenes that he was in, I think his chemistry with um, Cersei was a lot better than um, our boy Rob Stark and Cersei. So I just wasn't as sold with Icarus and Cersei. I just didn't think their chemistry was as strong. So I thought that sort of impacted it a bit too. And another thing, like you said, man, yes, Athena is a babe. It was kind of cool to see Angelina Jolie as being more of a vulnerable character because she's mm. normally like that elite superstar hero type character in all her movies. It was kind of cool to see her sort of be vulnerable, taking that she's not as mainstream. She's very much, they have to look after her. They have to support her. So I thought that was pretty cool. I liked how they flipped it a bit with her character. But then, yeah, I think it really, I think Icarus in particular reminded me heaps of like Superman, like Man of Steel sort of style. I don't know if that's what they were going with because he's pretty much like the Marvel's version of Superman. So I think, yeah, he was okay, but I wasn't, yeah, I just didn't really like him as much. And like you said, I really enjoyed those post-credit scenes. So that's definitely a high for me. Uh, But other than that, overall, I still enjoyed it. Again, it's probably got to be on my lower tier as well. It was entertaining enough, but I think, I even said the same. I think for us, it was probably a bit long and some parts were just a bit too slow. Like some bits sort of dragged on a bit. And then I don't mind like flashbacks and flash forwards, but I think they kind of overused it a fair bit. Like you went from like, you know, 5,000 BC, then we went to like the 1500s and then back to modern times. So I was sort of like that kind of confused me a bit. But overall, like, you know, I still enjoyed it. It's a Marvel movie, man. You got to enjoy it. How about yourself? Apart from that, I've pretty much... 
That's my thoughts. Yeah, summed up. look, I, I agree. And look, I mean, last night when I, I got out of the movies and, you know, I texted you pretty much straight away um, and driving home, I was like, oh man, that like, that was average. Like I was pretty, pretty low on it, but I, I've since thought about it a lot today. And like, I've, I've let it marinate a little bit and I've processed it a little bit more. And, and while I wasn't high about it, I think it was, it, it's going to be, uh, how do I put this? It's going to be good for the Marvel universe going forward. Yeah, I think because, it's something different. I like it. They're mixing it up. They're trying something a bit different. Yeah, and we needed to bring the Eternals into the MCU. And it, I, what I liked is now that we've got a bit more like, we've got that history of the Eternals and because they, they really do lead into so many other things. Like one thing I didn't know about was Thanos. He's actually an Eternal Deviant. Yeah, he's a deviant. I didn't know that. Yeah. Which, you know, I didn't know his brother was just like, looks like a normal person too. I thought he would have been similar to Thanos. Yeah. So, no. yeah. Well, Thanos is like, um, he, I guess, was kind of like an ugly duckling, really. When he was born, he was born like hideous. And, and that's why half, yeah, half internal, yeah. half deviant. Yeah. So, and yeah, look, it was great because then, and, and as I mentioned, you, my favorite parts about the movie were both post-credit scenes because the first one we get to see Star Fox introduced into the MCU, and you know, who knows when he's going to be, um, you know, brought in in a bigger capacity. But it, it was it was really cool to to have him and and does this open the door to you know Thanos maybe returning because in the well, comics, you know, yeah, and we've got yeah the TV series What If, and he appears in that, so there's all possibilities thanks to our boy Kang. So exactly. So, you know, who, who knows there? And then obviously the, the second post-credit scene, Kit Harrington. I love that it, scene. I love that. That was, that was my I favorite mean, out of both of them. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I love Kit Harrington. He'll forever be Jon Snow to me, but yeah. just getting him in another movie. And then what's cool is we're going to get him as what we can assume is the black Knight, Who's basically like an MCU version of, um, someone from Game of Thrones who you know wields someone like from Camelot, right? Like yeah, wields like yeah, that's right. So I can't wait wait to see him. He so what that it looked like was what's called the Ebony Blade, yeah. which is like super powerful. Apparently, it can cut through anything. Apparently, it also links into like the the Death Knights in World of Warcraft. Man, the Ebony Blade, man. That's yeah. what the thing was called that you you'd wield. That's right, but fun fact. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 I mean, full, we're both full of fun facts t- today. Uh, but the, the the issue with it is it comes with um, a curse. curse. Yep. Um, so you know he's going to have to weigh up that up, and then we get the voice as well. Who it seems it. like was Blade. Yeah. So there's is, this. I love Blade, so I'm kind of keen to see Mashallah Ali as Blade. I think he'll be pretty cool, and it's so, kind of I'm hoping it comes soon. Yeah, so you know, while I didn't love the actual movie, I think it was needed, and I think going forward, it's gonna be we're gonna look back on it and be like, oh, that was actually quite a crucial and pivotal, uh, important movie for the future of the MCU. But that being said, the actual movie itself, I didn't love compared to some of the other movies, and I th- and I thought, as as I mentioned to you, it's, pro- it's probably my least favorite Marvel movie we've had in this phase and and this year. Um, but look. But if if this leads to bigger and better things, which it looks like it's going to with Star Fox, with the Black Knight, you know, then I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And Blade as well. I want to see Blade come into the picture. Love Blade. Love the original Blade movies. Yeah. Shout out to Wesley Snipes, man. 
Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit of a shame that he's not playing. playing he was, blade. he was like a cool blade, like the ultimate blade. But I think the new one will be good as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll soon see. Hopefully, we'll get a get some sort of release date or I don't know something uh, about that about that soon. But who knows? Who knows? Uh, all right, look, Infinity Gauntlet rating. Let's let's put the the Gauntlet back on. Yeah, I'm going to be a bit more brutal here. And I'm just going to, I'm only putting in two stones for this. I'm only putting in two stones. I mean, if I look back and, and you mentioned it, comparing this to Black Widow, which I wasn't very high on. I think I gave that maybe a 2.5, um, if memory serves me correct. I thought this movie was a little bit, um, should be ranked a little bit lower than that. So I'm going to give it a two. And, and for context, IMBD 6.8, which actually isn't that bad. Yeah, in, in the grand scheme of things, although it did get pretty, pretty bad reviews and um, write-ups, and I remember you and I both seeing them, we were a bit, bit worried. So, I mean, knowing that it kind of hits hits that mark, but um, it, it was a refreshing change, I guess. But just for me, it, was, it didn't bring that that Marvel uh, that that Marvel sort of uh, feel that that I want, like say Shang Chi did. Fair enough, reasonable. That's a good rating. Uh, I'm going to be a little bit more nicer. Uh, I was, I kind of did enjoy it. I kind of liked how it was a completely different story than what I was used to. I kind of like how it was a little bit darker than normal Marvels. I like that they were trying to mix it up. I really enjoyed most of the Eternals. They all had pretty cool powers. So I'd like to, obviously, I can't wait for my Marvel book to arrive so I can actually do some research on all of them. Oh, you're going to love it. And, you know, like I said, if my boy, if I guess our boy, if our boy Kingo wasn't in this, I'd be giving it probably a two and a half. But for me, I'm going to give it a nice, I'm going to give it a three out of six. I'm putting on three stones. And I think from memory, I might have gave, I can't remember if I gave Black Widow three and a half or not. I feel like I might have. I think, so I I think you either gave it a three or a three and a half, one I of think, the two. I think it's a lower than that. So mm. for me, I'm going to give it a three out of six. Fair rating. And, and hey, speaking of Kingo. But I'm- it could get better. If they oh. bring back Kingo and he gets his own show, hey, he's the best Bollywood actor I've ever seen. And his I'm, dancing was amazing. I want to see his Bollywood movies. I want to see them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for it. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on because we've got Hawkeye to talk about. Hawkeye, the latest Disney Plus Marvel series. Uh, we got two episodes to start yes. this week, which was great. And two long episodes too. They were like- That's what I was going to say. I love that. that I'm, I'm already liking it. I like it already more than One Division. I'm not gonna lie. I'm already more involved, intrigued by it than One Division. So I'm saying that now, and I love how the episodes lengths are longer. So big. I mean, I can't go there with One Division yet because I loved One Division. Yeah, I know you were higher on it than I was. Very high on One Division. Like that still for me is is just behind Loki in in series. Um, but maybe we'll talk about that in a little bit. But see look, how it yeah. goes by the end. Yeah, we we got. We've got two long episodes. They're basically both around the 50-minute mark. I think the first one was like Love 40, 40 odd minutes. That. And this was just is a like a fun, fun show. And and I'm not like I'm actually like a into Hawkeye. Like I, I've said I've been on the podcast, I've talked about it. It was the most it. improved when we did I've liked, yeah, yeah. I've liked Hawkeye throughout the MCU. And he, he's one of those characters that characters that kind of goes under the radar a little bit and, and i guess it's sort of they make jokes of it about it's a branding problem yeah you know i yeah. thought uh, 
I thought Kate Bishop, you know, she was just great in this and sort of rips into to Hawkeye when you had that scene in Times Square when, you know, some kids, you know, pointing in the direction of, of Hawkeye. Oh, superhero, superhero, and walk straight past him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I thought that was that was great. Rogers the musical. Great. Love that. I'd I, go to that musical, man. I love the I love Broadway in New York. I am all 100% in. do that. I am all in. And you know, that just goes to show of how fun this this series was. I mean, the tracksuit mafia, like, come on. Yeah, I love those guys already. I love the, they're hilarious. I think they're really good villains. I don't think they're obviously going to be the big bad for the show. I think there'll be someone a lot bigger coming into it. Well, yeah. But I'm hoping, I'm thinking of somebody that I want to appear in it because it'll connect one of my other favorite Marvel universes, TV's shows that is, but we'll see. Well, let's let's talk about that. So from what we, we saw in this, so you've got the tracksuit mafia. But they're sort of like, I guess, side villains. And then we got who we can assume is Echo at the very last. Which is also part of the, in the very much in the Daredevil um, comics. That's right. Echo. And, and Echo is actually getting um, her own show, her own Marvel. Um, which show, is crazy because she's never, it's, this is her first ever role in a show. And she's already, they're already green lighting her for her own TV show. So she must be pretty handy because you only see a pretty much at the end of the episode two so but as you were saying sorry keep going no 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 please jump in at any time so we've got her as a potential villain we've also got who we can assume is the swordsman yes another cool person i haven't really heard much about and i'm sure you've probably read about him in your marvel book maybe so you might be able to give us some more insight but if not another character that i'm interested i've never heard of the swordsman so bring it on new characters i love that yeah, I mean, like, I, I didn't know anything about the Swordsman until uh, I, I just sort of, uh, I guess, got that. I, I guess it was assumed, and then I referred to the the Marvel Encyclopedia once again. Primary source right there. Um, Love it. Yeah, so he is, I guess, a master, um, I guess, performer almost, and he's a, he's a master with knives, swords, other blades as well. Uh, he doesn't have any superhuman um, abilities, but he can wield uh, a sword. Um, he is obviously in this series, the soon-to-be stepdad of Kate Bishop. So who knows where that's going to lead. So he, he's obviously, as you can see early in, in this movie, he's uh, got no money. So in, 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 he's got to, he's trying to buy uh the Ronin sword. The Ronin sword. So another throwback to um, the Avengers when, which I guess this, boy, this whole series, fight. that's how it all starts, right? Like, yeah. Kate, I guess I, that, that's, another, is, yeah. that's another question I had. Why did she put on the, the, the Ronin suit? Like, I know she wants to try to like hide her Maybe identity. Maybe she wanted to hide her identity. It was the closest thing that she, she could grab, I guess. I don't know, unless she saw the Ronin in action, but I don't know if she did. And she like vibed him. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, wild, wild stuff. Wild stuff. Wild but yeah, stuff. Back, back to my point, Swordsman, another potential villain. And then we have Yelena as well. Yeah. Who, she's supposed, Yelena's supposed to appear so in it too, isn't I'm she? On, Our girl I'm on, from I'm on IMBD right now. I'm on IMBD right now. And it's got her down for four episodes. Oh, so she must literally be in the rest of the series. There's only six episodes. Yeah, so, so she's she must in, appear in everything. So 
who is going to be the big bad in this series? We've got a lot of contenders. Definitely a lot of contenders. Um, I hope, I'm hoping it's not just got to be, I feel like, I feel like Echo isn't really a villain though. I feel like she's like an anti-hero sort of mm. thing. I don't think she's generally a villain in the comics, but I don't know much about her. So I could be wrong there, but tracksuit mafia. I think they're just there for the fun of it. I think they're just yeah. cool villains to have on in the background just to sort of add to the plot. But I'm really hoping this is my main theory that I want to happen. I really, really want to, ha- I really want it to happen. I know you don't like it, but I I'm a, I love the Daredevil TV show. I'm a huge Daredevil mm. Netflix series fan. And now that Marvel have the right, or I guess Disney have the rights to those characters now, I'm really hoping we get the kingpin in this. Well, I Great mean... villain, and he is pretty much... New York is... That's his That's his kingdom, man. Like, he is known there. He is a villain for, against Spider-Man, Daredevil. He's a big, bad villain. And he is so good in the show. And that's why I think season two wasn't as good because he's only in half of it. And then in mm. season three, he comes back as like the main villain again. And he is amazing in it. Well, I mean, I'd it would love to see him in it, Sizzle. Just so it kind of connects that universe, man. Because I want to see Daredevil again in the Marvel universe. Love the character. And I'm just hoping it's Kingpin. Well, to, to jump in there, I don't know if you, you know this, but reading in about Echo... So she's actually the uh, adopted daughter of Kingpin. There you go. Again, so I'm hoping these connections, you can't, again, man, come on. It's in New York. Like when you think of New York, you think about your spider street level heroes, right? Spider-Man, mm. the Punisher, right? Um, Daredevil. They're known to be in New York. So I'm hoping that he comes into it. Even if he's just literally in it in the last episode, he just makes a, an appearance at the end. Mm. Like, and you see that he is the one behind whatever's going to be happening in this show. But I don't know. I'm hoping for it. But, you know, Marvel likes to tease us, don't they, Sizzle? So it probably won't happen. But I'm hoping that's my theory that Kingpin comes in it at some point because he's an amazing villain. Yeah, I, I'd like to see Kingpin in this. I, I didn't love Daredevil. I, I'm, so you need to, I'm telling you, you need to rewatch it, man. You need to go back. Maybe I need, need to, to revisit go, it. I mean, those just the, revisit the, it. the Netflix. Marvel just so shows just didn't do it for me, but hey, I will like Daredevil and Punisher are good, the others not so much. But I've watched all of them. I didn't watch Jessica Jones, um, season two, I didn't get to that. But Daredevil, I love it. I rewatched it like recently, and that was like last year, and I loved it. So, but that's right. just me. Look, I'll revisit, I'll revisit it for you. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, back to Hawkeye, I guess we've got so many potential villains in this, which is so cool. It's set in New York, which- And does, our two favorite genres, Marvel, Christmas. I was just about, you took the words out of my mouth. Sorry. That's that, that's totally fine. <laughs> I know we, we both get very excited about Christmas, but that's just the, the best thing about this. I was like, this could be, you know, an average show, which it's not. Not the and way I'll, it started. I'm hoping the way it started, I don't think it's going to be average. I see it. Hopefully, if it lives up to what has been so far, I think it'll be a great show. Yeah, look, for me, this is in the running to be the second. I mean, it's going to, you're pretty much not going to get better than Loki. That was like, Loki was good. That was like a, a just like a epic, epic TV. It was almost like a movie, really. Like, put, put those episodes together. That was a movie. Yeah. That was so good. I mean, that's better than half the Marvel movies that we've, yeah. that we've got in the DCU. 
But I think, you know, Hawker has a potential to be one of the better shows. Just the way it's, yeah, it's just a fun show, man. Lucky the dog's in it. Love that. And I heard like one of the comics, it's based from his perspective. I think that's super interesting. Mm. And that's what Hawkeye is known for. So lucky the dog's in there. He loves pizza. Sizzle loves pizza. I love pizza. Love it. We all love pizza. It's in New York. Who Come doesn't? On. Who doesn't? Yeah, look, I mean, Hawkeye, an amazing show. Uh, I, I can't wait for the rest of the series to to pan out, see how we go. I mean, give, give me more Kate Bishop. Give me more Hawkeye. I'm all for it. Uh, Infinity Go on the ratings. Let's let's put on put on the ratings. Yeah, I don't also, know. It's a bit uh, early. It's pretty now, early, man. Let, let, Maybe we need to wait till the end of the series. Let's save it because we've never done an Infinity Go on the rating just off two episodes. So let, let's save it. Let's save it. But for me, it's definitely so far. It's up in there. It's up there for me. I'm really enjoying it. And it's yeah. only, man, come on. How about like the the role play in the Central Park, bro? Oh man, I'm all about. It. I want to dress up. Come on, I know I'll that was that. that was the best, probably the best. That scene was hilarious. In two episodes. I loved that. That I was that great. So that was a great scene. I loved how they <laughs> were just fighting. We all want to go back, man. Just get your knights on, yeah. You know, what get a show. Out. Let's do it. I love. I love how Clint was just like not. He was just so like blase. You know, he's just like bang like dark like smack like and then how he had to... he enjoyed it he enjoyed it yeah, he, he was got... like he was like no nah, i'm not gonna enjoy it he looked like he was enjoying that, that that final fight he got really into i loved it yeah it was it was great it was great uh all right look we're almost at the end of the podcast but quickly just really quickly maybe i'll put a like a, a timer on and you know we'll quickly just talk about spider-man we're obviously getting no way home. We got the the I guess the second and the last trailer before the movie comes out, which gave us a lot more details as to the scope of this. You know, we're getting a whole range of villains, potentially the Sinister Six. I'm hoping for the Sinister Six. Hoping for it, man. It's in the Spider-Man game for your information. It's great. Um, uh, how pumped are you for this movie? I'm very pumped, Sizzle. And- Let's go. I'll, I'll put I'll put the a minute timer on. For you, and then a minute for for myself. Let's see if we can uh, go. You're on you're on the clock. All right. So let's be honest. Come on, Spider Man, No Way Home. I love Spider Man. I've always loved Spider Man. Sizzle myself love it. Obviously, Sizzle's boys in there. Doctor Strange is appearing in it, and Sizzle he just won't get over it. He can't get over it. He reckons it's Mephisto. Every time we talk about it, it's Mephisto. It's Mephisto. It's Mephisto. Sizzle, it's not Mephisto, man. It's just Doctor Strange, and he just <laughs> he made a mistake, bro. Or it's like another variant from another dimension because of what happened with Kang. Come on, man. Sinister Six. Green Goblin was in there. William Defoe. Welcome back, my friend. Dr. Ock, one of the best villains of all time in the Spider-Man universe. Love that. Electro's back. Jamie Foxx. He looks so much better than he used to. Oh. Like, why the hell was he blue? That's a disgrace. That is not what we want to see. Come on. All we need now. We've seen it in the trailer, mate. We saw it. I can't save everybody. I can't do it. I can't save. Mary Jane falls off the building. You don't see what happens. This is what's going to happen. Tom Maguire, Andrew Garfield, the two original Spider-Men are going to swing in and catch her, and that's how we're going to connect it. Boom. Oh, man. That was like like spot on. You pretty much just did. Did you practice that? Like, did you like, no. Man, that was. That's what we do. I don't make notes here. Nothing. That was impressive. I don't know how I can top that. I really don't get the. That, all I've got is Doctor Doom as my background right now. That's all you get, man. I don't know how you. Oh, nah, sizzle. I didn't even. I didn't even brief you about the one minute thing. I just threw that out there. Mate. All right. Maybe we should do more of these. I like that. I uh, love that. You're right. Up. I'm Am up. I I'm time up. And you. You put you put your timer on for me, yeah, so I right can on. I can okay. focus. Hold on. Let me let me just crack the knuckles here, and you know. <clears throat> Are you ready? Five, four, 
three, two, one, go. All right, look, first of all, this trailer was amazing. I mean, the first trailer we got was amazing, and this just built upon that. Sinister Six, I am here for. Give me Jamie Foxx and give me this Jamie Foxx because, as you mentioned, Quinny, what was that? That was just a terrible, terrible portrayal of Electro. I love Jamie Foxx. I love the character Electro. So keen for him. I'm so keen for the other villains that we're getting in this as well. Sandman, which actually looks like epic in this. And the Green Goblin. Look, I, I might have made a mistake when we did our Marvel draft by drafting him. I remember regretting it. But I'm actually going to take that back now because the Green Goblin character. is epic. So I'm all for it. Do we get the Hobgoblin as well? I don't know. Maybe we will. I hope so. Any any villain from the uh, Spider-Man universe, I, I'm here for. Uh, Mephisto, he, he's in this. He's in this. That is not Doctor Strange. You could not tell me that is Doctor Strange. 10 I mean, seconds. Why, why would he Come do on, it? You can do why it. would he do it? Look, I mean, could he, I, I'm just telling you right now, that is not Doctor Strange. And it's not evil Doctor Strange, Strange Supreme. We're getting Mephisto in this. Done. I wasn't as uh, concise as you, but... That's all right. That's good, man. I like that. I had to throw out... I had to mention Mephisto, man. It had to be done. He's your boy. He's not going to be in this. It's not happening, man. Look, we'll, He's we'll, out. we'll soon see. We'll soon see. Maybe if they do a Ghost Rider um, film with our boy Daryl from Walking Dead because he's actually one of the main villains in the Ghost Rider comics. So yeah, and maybe Darryl, he might Darryl come in for that. Perfect Ghost Rider. He is... He would be a great Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah. I mean, just put that guy on a motorbike and he's just great and anything. Uh, all right. Look, we have reached the end of the podcast. Any final words? All I can say is I'm keen. Keep coming, Marvel. Bring it on, Hawkeye. This weekend, I'll be back in town. Hopefully, we'll see Venom. I'm keen as that. I'm keen as for Venom. I hope it tops the first one. It'll be way better. I hope it's way better than the first one. I've heard nothing but good things about it. So please, Venom, deliver. And, will, and is, is Venom potentially going to be in? Has to. The next has to somehow be Spider-Man? an overlap. Surely yeah, there's got to be a connection nice. there. Come on, Sony, make it happen. Let's do it. All right. Well, look, we will be back soon. And by the, by the time we're back, it's probably going to be Christmas Sizzle and Quinny. Stay tuned oh, for that. I'm excited for that. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, look, stay tuned for that. Follow us on Instagram for all updates. Sizzle and Quinny. Until next time, tell your mother, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your your dog, your your cat. Grandparents, your... Lucky the Dog, Hawkeye, get Kingpin back, Mephisto, maybe if he shows up. Come on, Venom, let's do it. Green Goblin, whoever. Come on. Let's go. Peter Parker from different universes. Let's roll. Until next time, we'll be seeing you. Well, we won't be seeing you. We'll be talking to you. Peace. Peace. <laughs>